You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. I had no idea that something could be worse than WandaVision for Marvel, but here we are. Marvel has gave us the worst thing they've made since Thor, The Dark World. We're going to talk about The Falcon and Winter Soldier. Or Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Spoiler alert, Eric, how the hell are you doing? Well, happy to have you here, Jordan. Thanks for coming in, for letting it out yet again. I I guess, so the audience knows, um, again, I know that Jordan likes to remind us that in the scheduling part of it, it's a give and take. And this was the one of the ones that I had thrown out. We've invested a lot of time into the Marvel Universe. We both use the Disney Plus application, uh, whatever you want to call it. I use it quite frequently. I don't know about you, Jordan, or maybe Riley, your daughter, uses it a lot. But but it's still part of this universe. And WandaVision and Captain, or uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier keep on, hard hard to spit it out, are the most streamed shows uh, of their release. So they are worth talking about. And... And yeah, I, I could see already the uh, the frowny face that you're that you're wearing, Jordan. Yeah, I mean, like, is it a frowny face? That's one thing that I've been trying to. Figure I would out. say so. Everyone, you know that Jordan and I text as we watch these things most of the time. Jordan was was sad facing the entire time. Little little well, poop emoji. Yeah, I actually did binge watch the last three episodes Sunday night. So the the day before we recorded this episode, we record on Mondays for your folks. So yeah, no, I watched three episodes in a row uh, Sunday night, and it was more pleasant than the uh, first three. I will definitely say that. Sure. For those of you who don't know, the movie takes place directly after the events of Endgame, and I like the way that they are dealing with this blip situation. The events where everyone comes back from Thanos' snap, and the world is having to deal with it. In this instance, in this world, the people that are coming back, the houses and the property that they once own, uh, that they once own, oh my goodness, my, I can't say it, that they once had owned, has been sold off, and they no longer own it. So they are left abandoned, basically. And they are considered refugees, and they're put into groups and camps and homes, and... We know that that's just not going to end up well. So there's a group within them, a rebel group, that rise up because they want it to be like it was before, you know, or where there was no individual nations having to deal with all this shit, where we were one global unit. I think there's more to it that I'm missing a whole lot, but I don't know. There, there was a lot being said, a lot of dialogue in this in this series here, a lot of you know character building from everyone, from heroes and enemies. Yeah, I mean, I actually kind of like that idea of, hey, Thanos snaps, and then it's five years for the people that weren't snapped, it's it's timeless for people that were snapped, and it's like, hey, you know, somebody's living in the Playboy Mansion here, this was mine. <laughs> so, like, I actually dig that concept a lot. Um, what I don't like is the first episode through and through it looks like a very bad uh, Wednesday night 
NBC action show. Uh, I <laughs> I was completely disgusted uh, when uh, we just get a gratuitous action scene of the Falcon flying through canyons. And that does not come back at all for any reason just to get us into the action of the first episode ever. And it looked it looked pretty bad. Uh, the one thing that I can clearly tell from this series alone compared to WandaVision is that the special effects are not there. This is NBC, CBS, ABC quality. Like this is this is really bad. It's a little rough, don't you think? I mean, a lot of the no, budget went rough. into into a lot of the travel. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going back and forth. There's a lot of scenery. There's a lot of props in this, too. And I would think that a lot of the budget went towards the end where it was a lot of him flying. Yeah, he only flew and did action scenes with his wings, but I don't know, what, maybe two, three times during this whole series? Yeah, once yeah. in the beginning, and, yeah, yeah. and then once again when he turned into Captain America, Captain Falcon, whatever you want to call him. No, Captain America, Black Falcon, whatever. I mean, he is Captain America. That's what the show says at the end. Captain America and the Winter Soldier. He is dealing in this series with the torment that he feels that he, um, what, is... Because Steve Rogers gave him the shield at the end of Endgame, saying that I want you to be the next Captain America. I think you are the person. And he's tormented by this, right? I mean, is he feels like the weight of the responsibility is too heavy. Is that is that his... His bullshit. conflict. Bullshit. No, but bullshit. I'm asking. No, that, that's what is. I know what you're asking. It's bullshit. In my opinion, it's bullshit. Cap. He was best buds with Steve Rogers. He was the replacement for Bucky Barnes, right? And I know that both Bucky Barnes and and Falcon have um, both been uh, Captain America at some point in the comic book realm. But for this story alone, for, for for Steve Rogers to come back being an old man, which I still have questions about that with the end of Endgame, and for Sam Wilson to say, you know what, I don't want this shield, I'm going to take it to the Smithsonian. No, we all know why he has conflicted with not having this shield. Do you want me to spell it out, Eric? We all know why. It's a terrible character development. Terrible. Do you want me to spell it out? Oh, yeah. Oh, I absolutely want you to spell this out. He doesn't want to be Captain America, America because he's black. That's okay. what it is. Okay. And, and, re and, re and the reason why I say that is because uh, we'll get into it more, but Isaiah – is that his name? I I Isaiah? Yeah, the uh, uh, elder character that we are introduced right. to later on in the show. He says those words. There, he there says was Captain America can't be black. I really think that's the issue. Is that Sam Wilson just says I'm a black man? This is America because this thing is very modern political stuff that's going on in our world right now. I, I just really think that they're trying to shoehorn that in here. Of, I mean, I'm I'm a black guy. Can I be Captain America? Because how many times do they say this? He needs to be blonde hair and blue eyed. Like I think that's his conflict of why he doesn't want to be Captain America. No bullshit. I think that might be part of it, Jordan. I can't not <laughs> disagree with you there. Ladies and gentlemen, the opinions of Jordan do not reflect the uh, entire opinions of the think? show. That no, no, no. <laughs> what do you mean? I mean, like, I think that's... No, 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 no. no, no. no I, 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 listen, I can't disagree with you, Jordan. But at the same part, I, I think that's only part of the conflict as well, too. Because it's at the same part, I mean, it's a marriage. You know, he has to give himself to be Captain America. There's a lot more to it. That shield means... A lot more, and he gives that speech at the end with Isaiah, because Isaiah is that doubt. Isaiah is is 
that that kind of uh, um, you know begrudged kind of uh, you know conflicted that that torn old soul who will who will not forgive who will not forget you know he's right. it, it hurt him it took away his life with reason so but the hope that is represented probably in him and everybody else is through falcon he that's what he he does he gives them the opposite speech he's just like no dude i i can be i'm gonna show you i can be you know there there is a way to do this there's a way that i can do it not the way that they do it and it's 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 an inspirational thing that he gives up now i think it's kind of cheesy at the end and the way that you describe this show as it being some sort of primetime network cable show is is accurate to say the best especially at the end when (laughs) he saves the what the uh, the politicians right and right. then on camera with the the news people watching gives them a shameful talking to you know the finger in the face type of thing and their heads droop down like oh you're right we're wrong we were sorry and then they go ahead and fix it you know it, that seemed a bit kind of well it's a comic book i guess at the same part it, but Is you it? know what i mean no it's not it's it seemed like a wrap-up of a cartoon you know, like in the 90s where they'd wrap up on, on a lesson learned, you know, um, all right, you know, go to bed type of thing. This seems like an episode of 24. And you have opened my mind up more about his conflict. And for me, I guess just to make it very clear, it's just that's the way I took his struggle with it. Because I think also his struggle with being a Captain America is that I think his sister was blipped. Is that right? So, I mean, like, now he's actually becoming to be a family man. His sister has a shrimp boat that they're trying to build up to bring the family together, all this kind of stuff. So I think that's his conflict, too. This is the only reason why I came to the conclusion that I did with the answer that I gave Eric was just because of what Isaiah said. And then they really talked about that issue a lot. So I'm just like, please don't tell me that's the only reason why that Sam doesn't want to be Captain America. And unfortunately for the show, they didn't give me any other reasons. That's why I came to the conclusion that I did just to put a pin in that. Okay. I can understand how you, how you see it. I guess as I was watching it the entire time, uh, I guess from just kind of this story nerddom that I'm view with glasses that I'm viewing it from, I'm hearing the backstory, hearing the backstory of the super serum. Yeah. Okay. Super serum. Yes. Let's talk about that. Because it plays a big part in the show. It itself becomes a character because other characters become conflicted with it. We get introduced right. to Isaiah, who reveals a pretty big secret and dark in the Marvel Universe. I, Jordan, I told you about it, and I don't know if you will agree or disagree with me in this, but that um, before Steve Rogers had the injection, apparently Stark Labs had experimented with uh, many, many African Americans uh, that were enrolled in the army, right? They kind of just brought them in. They kind of, some of them, many of them, they said, did not survive, right? And those that did, they were sent on these missions. Right. And then what happened to Isaiah? See, that's one thing I was confused about Isaiah is that was he sent on these missions and after the missions were over with, a la Winter Soldier, the, because he said he was in, in prison for years. So did he do the missions and then he was sent to prison or did he get caught? I think they, Silva from Skyfall and go to prison. Well, wasn't his story was that like there were people, there were some dudes in his company that were taken hostage and he'd been meaning to like, you know, say, Hey, let's go get them. And they said no or denied okay, it or something like that or refused him or they okay. kept him locked up. And so he said, fuck it. I'll do it anyway. He went out, 
he rescued other people. He, you know, did what he needed to do with with extra, you know, with gusto and super soldier style. Came back and I think he was tried for that, and there was a whole thing where like the yeah, I think he got put in jail for that. Okay, so it was kind of like Silver from Skyfall, kind of not kind of thing. Like you're doing something, you get caught, and okay. I was just curious how how, it's, that, it's, how that went. You know what I mean? Like the the corporation that's been giving him the company that he's been working for didn't have his back and betrayed him. Kind right. of kind of kind of that thing. Yeah. And that's where his that's where the chip comes in because he right. will not forget that. And you know, right, again, rightfully so. They gave them this power, and then they punished him for it. Okay, fair enough. They gave now, him a participation trophy, and then they complained. That he was given a participation trophy later on. Thank you for speaking my language. I appreciate that. So this actually, before COVID, this was supposed to be released before WandaVision. So this is supposed to be uh, right after Endgame kind of style. And we get uh, back introduced with, with, uh, with Bucky Barnes, Winter Soldier, who I will say, I, I don't know if I'm prepared to fight you, is the weakest character in this series. He okay. Is, he's weak. He has one good moment, and that's the therapy scene, and that's it. He's a background player for majority of this series. It's not Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It's the Falcon and who's that over there? Is that Buck? Uh, oh, yeah, it's Winter Soldier. I mean, that's what it should have been called. I mean, he is terrible. Sebastian, what's Sebastian Stan? Is that his name? Yeah. Terrible in this. He's he's this is the worst I've ever seen Winter Soldier. Well, I wouldn't say that he is the weakest character because there were many a weak character in this. Yeah, I would say even the main antagonist was uh, Carly. Uh, was, I liked her. I I think she she had her reasons and everything like that. I get that, but there were sometimes where it's just like I, I don't know why you're slipping up, girl. Like you were you did it so good. You're doing so good. Because I think that okay now I actually liked Carly because I think there was a lot of human uh, struggle and conflict with her a lot because I don't think that she actually likes killing people but her and her henchmen her and her disciples if you will uh, have what the flag stompers is that right yeah and they are inject not all of them but her and her like core generals if you will uh, are injected with the super soldier serum, a la Captain America and Isaiah and so on and so forth. And um, I think she has a conflict with her choices. I don't think she actually wants to kill anybody. And I think that makes her character so interesting of the struggle of, oh, man, like what am I doing right now? Like what am I a part of? What am I supporting? I actually dug her a lot in this. I thought she was great. Yeah, I agree that she doesn't want to kill anybody, but she believes in the cause. She's all for well, the movement. And when it gets, when death eventually gets to that point where it's involved, I think she looks at it just like, holy shit, you know, like we've, we've reached this point, you know, uh, we got to keep going. Like this is, well, this is the cost. What's the movement though? Oops, excuse me. Is the movement like just there is no borders, there is no boundaries? I mean, like we're all just one world. Is that the only cause? Yeah, isn't that kind of what that whole organization is about? That uh, instead of it being kind of an individual, individual nations running their individual governments, that we should be one whole body, man, trying to work for each other. Yeah, I mean that's what that's what they represent, but 
I don't know. I just found her character interesting, um, and I really liked her in it. A character that I am just totally disgusted in, worse than Sebastian Stan, is Zemo. Why? He was. He is my favorite villain in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, not the comics, in the MCU. He is better than Thanos, hands down. He could kick Thanos in the dick all day long. Zemo is the best villain that this uh, saga has ever had. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, 100%. And to make him be this disgusts me. Do you want to know why, Eric, I am very, very pro-Zemo? Yeah, I would love to know that why. I am pro-Zemo because he has done the one thing that no villain has ever done in the MCU. Again, not the comics. He was a guy. He was a dude. Just a guy whose family was killed during Age of Ultron, and he took it upon himself to destroy the Avengers. And he did. He made Cap and Iron Man turn at each other in one of the most Gorgeous fights between those two ever then of that movie in Civil War. He made them turn at each other. He destroyed them. Hell, they're still technically destroyed because of what happened in that movie. Had what the uh, had the uh, where you uh, what the whole point of Civil War, right? Where you like you had to register or, or you didn't have to register or whatever. He still is impacted about that. Uh, the Thanos, all he did was snap his freaking fingers. Mm-hmm. This guy destroyed. The family. This guy's Yoko Ono. <laughs> so, sure. I mean, and then to have him be like, and then to, and to have him be in here, I'm really excited because this is the guy who destroyed the family. This is the guy that broke up the band, who still has broken up the band. What is he going to do? And he just is slimy in the background to a fate of he's going on the raft. Bullshit. <laughs> Tell me you cannot agree with anything that I just told you about Zemo. He's a mastermind. He's he is a genius. You know, he's always five steps ahead of you. I like him for that. Uh, this was just him kind of playing the part. Like I don't see what your hell weird disgust was with him and the character. I just you know what I feel like that he played his role, but Falcon and the Winter Soldier, both those characters, were just being dumb about it. They're like, what the fuck would you let this guy out? And he basically just did everything that he wanted like he's he's fine you know he's he's gonna we're gonna see more of him he's gonna be always in play this is just what he does he's he's good at what he does and i think it was a good character in this we got to see uh, again another thing in this series where he is now a new bad guy or i'm sorry a a, a kind of a revisited bad guy into the universe he's back into play and we have other bad guys into play here too we got the introduction of John Walker, which we should talk about too. Yes, who was played by Kurt Russell's son. Yeah, Wyatt Russell. Not to segue too much, but yeah, I mean, you know, Zemo was was a was a good character in this. I think he was it was good that he paired well uh, with those two guys. Kind of doing, you know, he he's just he's always a you know kind of a just just knows what you're thinking. And I like this character. I wonder what they're going to do with him. He seems to be more the type that would align with other bad guys you know yeah 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 walker was uh was probably my favorite character actually in the uh, whole series uh because he had uh an up 
and then he had his struggle and his down, and then he had a rebirth at the end. That's your classic storytelling. I really, really liked his character. What I really loved was seeing him dressed up as Captain America. I believe in there was episode four when the whole episode was filmed in a hospital, like an abandoned hospital, if I'm assuming, right? Or like, I don't know what that was. Uh, but him breaking in with the shield and a nine millimeter Beretta. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, does Steve Rogers not be doing this, you know? And then him, it, that episode's what got me hooked, Eric. Uh, episode yeah. one, two, and three. Didn't do much for me at all, but episode four, when the whole thing takes place in the mental hospital or just a regular hospital and all the shit that goes down and at the end of that episode where he snaps and he kills a member of the Flag Stompers with the shield and then that great shot of blood on the shield and him standing up you know, Superman style was like, oh, okay, now you have my attention. This is interesting. And they piss it all away in the next episode. <laughs> but uh, what a great uh, idea to have Walker be this guy. Like, just wonderful. This guy was great. I liked the way that they did this whole thing. Again, we're, we're having our second bad guy introduced. And so we already have talked about uh, uh, Zemo, right? Right. And so now we're talking about uh, John Walker, who we'll talk about who he comes a little bit later. But he is introduced at the end of episode one, right? Because right. the... U.S. government feels that they need to keep the image up, and so they hire a new Captain America because Falcon turned it down. And out comes John Walker, and he's like, "Hi, I'm you know," and that's who he is. He's blonde hair, blue eyes. He's the all-American. He's decorated soldier, very smart, um, you know. And he's he's just you know there, and he's, he's with his buddy Battlestar too. Um, and they're Terrible just name. and they're just gonna <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, a lot of these old comic book names, dude, are not the greatest. <laughs> No, Battlestar is terrible. If you're going to redo it, just do something else or just not call them Battlestar, but go on. It was terrible. So they're the new duo, and they're pretty pretty good. Like, they're there. They need they do what they need to do. They are regular humans. They don't have any of the super serum. They're just good um, at, at running house and, and cleaning it up. And they're there kind of entail with uh, Falcon and Bucky for most of this adventure. Until we get to that scene, because John Walker um, is is not the Captain America. You know, he's decorated for sure, but he's torn because he's, you know, enraged. He he, he gets, you know, um, his his idea of justice is a bit different than others. How about that? Is right. that a good way of putting that? Yeah, yeah, I would totally agree with that. Yeah, so he has kind of um, uh, not what really what Captain America should be about. He's a good guy, don't get me wrong, or at least in his head he feels that he is a good guy, fighting for kind of the just cause and everything. And we get a little bit of example later on as well, too. But at the same part, this guy is vengeful. He's he's rageful. You know, he's he doesn't mind going out of his way to to hold the grudge. Right. And um because of that, he has to step down. He killed a guy in the middle of the square. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> with the Captain America shield, and so uh yeah, well we gotta hold that one back. Let's let's take that one down a notch, bud. Right, right. And then the next episode, they're like, "We're gonna strip you of everything so we don't put you in jail." And it's like, "All right, whatever." Well, like, this is where we get the introduction of Julia Louis Dreyfus. Right. Who is she? Val. I she's know, but but who is she? And no, no, not really anybody. I think she's just gonna come in and. 
kind of be another another human character. We get we get a lot of human characters in this one. Same with Wanda Vision too. We get a lot of these kind of regular people, these human characters, really taking part in the Marvel universe because there's crime going on. People take advantage of people with superpowers all the time, and these are such characters. Whether it be Julia Louis Dreyfus as as Val, uh, I'm not going to try to say the full name there, um, or uh, um, Pawnbroker who we get introduced to as another villain in this one. So it's two, two more villains right there, Val and Pawnbroker, or the Power Broker, uh, which was the spoiling drop at the end. I don't like that at all. Oh, yeah? No. Everyone, Sharon Carter, played by Emily Van Camp, ends up, uh, because she pops up in this series as well, too, and uh, at first helping out Bucky and Falcon, and then turns out... um, Later on, that she's been puppet mastering this whole fucking thing as the power broker, and now that she is traded and bargained her way into a position of power in the United States, she's going to do some deals. She's going to sell some yeah. secrets. Yeah, I don't like that because she's the daughter of uh, Peggy Carter, who was, you know, Steve Rogers' long lost love. To have her become evil, either one of two things are going to happen: either a she's going to be evil throughout the rest of the MCU and it's just going to be annoying or B she's going to be evil and then something's going to happen to make her turn back to good because she was on the side of Steve Rogers in winter soldier throughout that whole movie. So for her to turn completely left field, uh, infuriated me a lot because she didn't give me a reason why she turned. Yeah. And it was kind of a surprise. Power broker is, uh, not a, not a woman. Um, in, the, in the comics, Power Broker's not a woman. I'm pretty sure, but at the same part, like at the same part, who, who cares? It's Sharon Carter. You just made her a villain right. now, right? And right. yeah, uh, maybe it'll come back to, and I'm, I'm sure it will. But it's depth. It's another human character. It's adding more to this robust universe. I, I'm anxious to see what's going to happen. But yeah, you're right. I'm sure that she's going to be evil until she's not, and she does that one redeeming thing. Right. I was like, ah, oh, yeah, you see, we'll, we'll forgive all that other shit. You did that one good thing. Right, I and mean, that's exactly what's going to See, this is this is one of the reasons why, Eric, that I don't like this series. I don't like so far what they're doing, and I'm not looking forward at all to review Loki because what's going to happen with that? It, 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 this is just, hey, you know, we got to keep on bringing up MCU because we'd be stupid not to because of our pocketbooks. So let's have shows that have B, C, and D fucking characters. And I just don't know why they make the choices that they make. Zemo was amazing. Don't bring him back. He's done. His storyline is over with. He Yoko owned the shit out of the Avengers. Move on. Don't bring him back, please. And they bring him back. Uh, the Wakandian uh, soldiers, fuck, was their names? The fucking guard. Oh, uh, Ao is a uh, part of the uh, um, the Dora. The Dora. There we go. Badass chicks. It was great to see that shit. I loved it a lot. But it's like, okay, but where's the where's the where's the chick from uh, Walking Dead? Wasn't she the leader of that? Because she was in the MCU movies. It's like, okay, like it just. It's annoying to me because it's like this is extra stuff that we don't need. I think WandaVision and Winter Soldier is extra oh. bullshit that we don't need. I mean, it's it's money, dude. If people are watching it, I mean. Right, but it's something it, we it need. Works. Did you watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? No. 
No. Did you watch, did you watch Daredevil? No. Yeah. Which is supposed to be a part of the MCU. So, but now because it's on Disney Plus, now it's just like, oh, we have to see this shit. No. Well, Marvel, Daredevil was on Netflix. That was a, a Netflix property, so it wasn't technically canon until it was bought by Marvel. But he has yet to be introduced into the universe. Same with all of those other people. Okay, fine. So that's Netflix thing that wasn't. Okay, fine. I, I think I, I think they've made mention, but it's still, for the most part, that there has been no face. You know, or actual other relevance uh, mentioned in the actual MCU. Maybe some Easter eggs here and there, but no official, no official bridge. See, the issue that I have also with this is that it's just getting too fucking thin. I mean, like now you're gonna have her uh, what Sharon Carter? Well, you say it's going too thin, but I mean, like this is just how the comic book world works. Going back to John Walker because he turns into U.S. agent. He turns, uh, which is a pretty cool guy. He's like the guy that wants to be Captain America. Um, it believes that he is still this this agent, but again, feels that justice needs to be dealt out in a different type of way. Gotcha. So John Cena in John Suicide Walker. Squad. No, no, John Cena in Suicide Squad that we're going to review this year. That's who that is, pretty much. Yeah, well, um, we'll we'll see when that movie comes around. <laughs> but you know exactly what I'm talking about. I mean, see, like that because that becomes my frustration. It's just like it, it, this is a good. Like, like that. This is not MCU quality. That's when I said at the beginning of the episode that this is the worst thing we've had since Thor Ragnarok. Because for the most part, Marscor says he said it best, and I 100% agree with him that his review of the MCU is it's just you know roller coaster theme park movies. There's no actual real thought to it, which I will agree with him on that. But for what they give us, it's good. Like it's it's good junk food. This is not good junk food. This is like those candy cigarettes or those li liquid in the wax bottle candy. Like, nobody likes that shit. Uh, you're seeing it all wrong. I see this as like the appetizer before the before the meal, you know? Maybe even the breadsticks before the appetizer. Like, this is you think giving this us the breadsticks. Really? This, this is, we are establishing characters in both shows, in both WandaVision and in Falcon and Winter Soldier, we're establishing new characters and new roles, by the way, too. So first off, Bucky Barnes, still in the game. Uh, Falcon, now, with a, a fucking awesome shield and some awesome wings and some new toys, looking Ooh. real fucking sick. Captain America, so he's Ooh. he's in the game, too, okay? We have U.S. Agent now in the game. We have Zemo back doing some shit behind the strings. He's going to have some sort of uh, thing, some sort of plan coming up. Again, Power Broker is going to be back in this game too. She is going to be involved in somehow to do something. The Wakandians uh, are still in this and still, you know, being much more of a, of a presence, whether it be physical or diplomatic. I like that too. That there, it's not just Black Panther. It's you know, it's the whole country. It, it's awesome that they are establishing them as kind of like the world police, you right. know, almost. Which is, I think, it's a pretty cool role. Um, especially because, like, I don't want to. Who's gonna fuck with them? You know? No, and who's gonna fuck with them? And and I'm really upset that you think that Falcon's Captain America outfit is good. That's that's terrible. That's like Batman and Robin with nipples on the bat suit. Bad. Like that's terrible. That suit's Why god awful. Why would you awful. say that's terrible? Oh, what? Because oh, of the colors? You don't like the color of the paint job? No, I don't like that. It's just weird. It's like it's like half of it goes up to the like it's like. 
it goes all up to his ears, and then it has ear holes, and it's wrapped around. It's just, it looks bad. Yeah, it looks why like a leatherhead kind of thing, right? Why have that? It's like a circumcised dick. That's what it looks like. Because well, they kind of went from the comic book feel of it, too, you know, where he's, like, wearing, like, his, like, a like a like his Frozo suit, you know? Like, the body suit with some But it looks bad, it. though. It, it just, I mean, like, just stop at the neck. They did it, whatever. I, I, it didn't bother me to be honest with you. I've seen worse costumes. I, no, okay, fine, fine. Okay, so maybe it's not Batman or Robin with nipples bad, but it's it's bad enough. Like, I actually like the color scheme. I like the like the all white and I like the red and blue. Like, it looked great. Uh, talk about the last episode here. That was that went by really quick. That that hour went by fast. Loved the last episode. That was really fun. Uh, loved his fight with. The guy with the cauliflower ear in the office, whatever that guy's name was, that was a fun fight. Uh, Falcon had a lot of great moves, too, as as Captain America. Like, a lot of great moves. And what spoiled it all, like you said earlier in the show, was, all right, now I'm going to wag my finger about how bad you diplomats have been. And it's just like, oh, God. Yeah. It, it, it ruined it. It ruined it. Yeah, it, it it really did. The the moves were cool. Um, obviously the shield, the 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 mechanics and the physics uh, obey no laws, and uh, you, you really just you can do whatever you want with that shield. It, it really just seems to kind of obey whatever you want it to do in your mind imagination thing. It's almost like a Green Lantern ring, you know. As long as whatever you could think of, it'll just do. So right. That's... Actually, you know, I, I'm going to add that to it. Is that I thought the reason why that Steve Rogers could do what he could do with his shield was because he was a superhuman. Steve Rogers, by the end of this, is, I'm sorry, uh, Sam Wilson, by the end of this, is not a super soldier. So how could he do this shit that he could with the shield? It makes no, it makes no sense at all. Yeah, I wonder if they'll go into that later on because people, they, Marvel seems to address issues when that people have public issue with. You know what I mean? When they uh, uh, talk about some thing with with a character it seems uh, and it gets up traction on the internet they seem to, to address it later on one was example was the hulk's clothing where i think mark ruffalo had a line about um the special type of pants that he uses now right so just just kind of things like that like little things for the fans so i wonder if again they'll maybe add something like this or a spider-man synthetic web like that was another one too that they had added as well um rather than it being the uh, um, pr him producing it. He, he makes his own synthetic web. Okay, so one of my big questions I wanted to have for you is that let's just, let's just pretend the comics don't exist, right? Let's just, foop, the comics never existed. Shouldn't the movie end with Bucky Barnes being Captain America since he was like the OG to Steve Rogers and he is a superhuman compared to no. Sam Wilson? Shouldn't he be... Captain America. Captain America is 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 the is the spirit, is the moral, and that's what Sam Wilson has. Bucky, this entire series has been tormented by what he was—an assassin. We got to see an assassination at, uh, scene in this where he kills um, that old man's son because he right. and he we we see him just just being kind of unable to to live a life because of this too. He's freed, which we got to see a great scene with him as the white wolf, right, in, in Wakanda around the fire. And right. um, I believe it was Ao had said his words for the first time, his trigger words, without him transforming into 
the Winter Soldier, and he, yeah, you know, he had a human moment there. He broke down and he cried. It was great. Um, we get to see a lot of good moments from him. We get to see him joking. You know, remember when uh, Sam needed some help and he went over there and helped him with his human arm, and he's just like, "What? Well, like, what the hell? Why don't you use your other arm?" He's like, "Oh, well, I'm I'm right-handed. I forget that I have it." Yeah. Yes. So, you know, That's kind of cute little moments here. We have a lot of uh, development here. Like, he was a person that was damaged at the beginning of this. And because of his relationship with Sam Wilson, with Captain America, the person who Bucky holds in high regard, and the reason why he was upset with Sam turning it down is because that means if Captain was wrong, then he uh, wrong about Sam, then he was wrong about Bucky. You know, that we need to respect his decision because of who he was because of the shield that he was you know he and you need to live up to it basically is kind of what he's what he's saying he's a good character i i like him now more than i did before i, I didn't see his role really with the Avengers of the mcu but now i, I guess i i kind of do he's you know what i mean he's he's just there to to kind of help the other characters the ensemble role Okay, so then I'm going to end the uh, show before we get our popcorn with this question. What happened to where is Steve Rogers right now? He's dead, dude. No, he's not. Yes, no he body, is. no death, first of all. He's he's old. He's completely old as fuck. He's and old he as gave fuck, his shield. No body, no death. Yeah, he gave the shield and said, listen, but there's no, there's no body, no death. Where is Steve Rogers? He's, he's at home with his expired contract. Okay, great. So then nothing at all that we've seen in the MCU ever happened then, right? What are you talking about? I brought this argument up. And see, that's still what I have issues with this, is that, and I wanted to pick your brain on this a little bit more clear, is that at the end of Endgame, Captain America goes back to be with Peggy Carter, meaning that when he goes back, there's still a frozen cap, meaning that... Future Cap that's now in the back, that's now in the past, knows everything that has happened. So did he stop all of these things from happening? Or did he allow all this stuff from happening? Did did Captain America Winter Soldier even happen? Like, I, like that's my point, is that where is Steve Rogers into this? I guess he would have had to allow all of this to happen because he'd know he would have known that it would have turned out. Well, in the end, because that's he he was already at the end. They they beat everybody, so don't worry about me. Uh, I don't worry. I don't need to interfere with with the timeline because I know it'll work out. That's really bad. So who goes back to unfreeze Cap then, or is he Cap? No, when... no. So at the end of Endgame, right? They all needed to go back to. Uh, they need to to quantum leap back into their respective timelines to return the infinity stones from where they borrowed them from in order to right. restore the order. Right. Right. And so they all go back and they do their thing and everyone leaves back to the normal timeline except Steve Rogers, right? Who stays in that timeline to stay, to be with Peggy Carter upon doing that. That's that must mean that he's just got to be chill. He's just got to be untouchable and just quiet. He's got to be gauged up in that little house, probably just just hanging out with Peggy, just living that life. That's it. That's Eric. That's really bad. Okay. I mean, come on, man. That's really bad. That's the only thing that could work out, unless we're going to get a movie where 
that captain comes out and you know there's it's, two caps. He goes back and spends his life with Peggy, but the other cap, the real cap, if you will, or whatever, he's still frozen. Yeah. So. So Avengers one didn't happen. Avengers two didn't happen. Avengers and getting none of those happened. How do you happened? say it didn't happen when what happened is is that the frozen Steve Rogers would then eventually be unfrozen, and the events would already happen all over again. So there's two Steve Rogers then in the world. That's what you're telling me. Sure. Why not? That's really stupid. Okay. That's really bad. Come on, you don't see how bad that is. I'm not trying to to say if it's bad or or if it isn't here, Jordan. But at the same part, there's also a fucking tree named Groot that just happens to grow and shrink whenever he pleases too. I I, I don't know what else to explain <laughs> to you in the universe, man. Like there's so many different different things that are going on. There's a purple grape man who has a glove that with with diamonds in it. That's able to control everything. And this is the one thing that you have a problem with? The no, snap the was okay with you? You were okay with that? But <laughs> this was is the one that broke you? It, it, it breaks me, buddy, because it's like we're going to follow the Winter Soldier. And for me, I don't know for you or anybody else, but with me, with Winter Soldier, it always kind of mixes with Captain America, you know? regardless of who that Captain America is at this point in time. It, it's just having the knowledge of what happened with Winter Soldier to become Winter Soldier, what happened in that movie and also with Civil War, being Bucky Barnes the way he is now. It's just a hard pill for me to swallow. I can swallow it. It's a horse pill. I will somehow get it down with a gallon of water, but I'm not having a good time, and I'm gagging every time I'm trying to swallow. Well, you'll be a good little boy. You're going to swallow it. I guess so. Do you not understand what I'm saying? Do you not get it? I get it, but I just don't understand why. I mean, the whole concept of, of them going back into this quantum jump that they're doing. You know what I mean? Like they, They've already gone that far. So for right. them to do this doesn't seem to be anything more than, than some cherry on top shit. It it really, yeah. you know, you do you know what I mean? Because, yeah, because no, yeah, I got you. Because I, I, again, I think that if they address this later on, Jordan, then then maybe you can sleep a little bit easier at night. I do think that they're setting up. This is kind of what they do. I think a lot of these shows are a unique way for them to set up new storylines and introduce new characters and hype that up. Hell, because of WandaVision, we are now introduced to the Marvels that are coming out next year. Who are the Marvels with WandaVision? In WandaVision, we were introduced to Monica Rambeau, right. the FBI agent who came back from the blip and right. was assigned to monitor Wanda, WandaVision. And because of it, she got her DNA altered and she became basically the, uh, another Miss Marvel. Oh, she's able to like her- she's able to like bend light and, and be able to you know kind of do a lot of uh, the same powers that she can too. Um, she was first introduced to us in Captain Marvel, right? Uh, as she was the, the little girl, she was the little girl that um, Monica Davers or Dan, Dan, whatever the hell her name is, um, was was but, chilling with. But in the comics, isn't Miss Marvel also um, Miss whatever her name? Shit. <laughs> what's the, what's the, what's the girl's name? Captain um, Marvel. Captain Marvel isn't Miss Marvel Captain Marvel? Yeah, we'll we'll see how the movie explains it. Like I'm okay, all right. I'm probably wrong, and they're going to set us straight, and that's just, just kind of it. so. I, I 
again, I think we're going to see that. We're going to see uh, Captain America back. We're, then we're going to see U.S. Agent. Like I'm going to see all these characters that we were introduced to in this, in these shows, and we're going to see them back. I wonder what they're going to do with Loki. Loki is this storyline is is completely weird to me because he's dead. Yeah, no, he died in the beginning of Infinity War, right? Yeah, he died pretty early on, and and this one we get to see that he jumped uh, through Endgame, took the Tesseract, jumped back in time, and is going to cause some mischief. And uh, we're seeing that he's kind of stuck in like this fourth dimension. This is going to be interesting. It, it will be interesting was to, to to see what Loki does because there's a big fan theory that uh, we're going to follow the Loki that what when they went back to New York in Endgame was that the Tesseract that he got? Yeah. That's what we're following. We're not following Infinity War Loki, I guess. That's what the fan theory is. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I thought we were Is that is that is that pretty accurate? We're in a separate timeline. Oh, a tep- okay, timeline, separate timeline. Because okay. remember they they went back further right. to get to get the Tesseract to um, kind of negate no, Loki stealing the Tesseract when they went back to try to do it that first time. This is starting to get cross-eyed. In Endgame, oh boy! All right, it went Eric, back you know, to New. Uh, that's okay. I'm I'm rambling no, no. here. Eric, I 100 follow you. I'm just saying it's starting to become cross-eyed, where it's just like, oh boy, here we. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind uh, of the problem with these Marvel movies is that you yeah. don't want to fall behind. You don't. All right, let's get to our popcorn ratings. Um, Eric, go ahead, buddy. What what overall do you say popcorn rating is Falcon, the Falcon, and the Winter Soldier? I enjoyed it. I didn't think it was anything special, though. Um, it introduced a bunch of new characters. I'm excited for that. That's going to be great if they do the callback in the movies. I think that if they do call them back, uh, or when they call them back in the movies or other series as well, too, people who have not seen this are going to be thrown off a little bit and be like, who the hell is this person? But who knows? Uh, I think that's that's for me to get out of it, but it wasn't anything special. The way that you say it, said it, Jordan, it was that this we this movie uh, series played like some sort of cable miniseries drama is perfect. It's a medium bag for me. I am not going to watch this again. I did, however, enjoy myself when I did watch it. Just plain and simple. Uh, these are, what, six episodes, hour each? Yep. So it is a bit of a time crunch. Um, but again, I wasn't disappointed. Um, I, I think everyone involved did a good job with their acting. Um, a few parts are a little bit of eye roll, but I that's that's just what it is. I I enjoyed it, but not enough to go above and beyond for it. Yeah, I'm a small bag on this one. I, I, I'm not going to see this one ever again, probably hardly if all. Uh, I don't see myself going on YouTube and saying, "Oh, let's see this scene." Um, I don't even think I can see that for Wandavision right now. These these Marvel spinoff shows on Disney Plus are not doing it for me at all. I don't know if it's because I'm a grumpy old man, or because this You're is a grumpy just old not, man. Probably is it is it not exactly what it what who pissed in Jordan's Cheerios? That's pretty much what we're trying to figure out. I think it's because I am a fan of the MCU, not as much of a fan as I am like of Alien, but like I have the same guttural reaction with Prometheus and Alien Covenant. Like, just what are you doing? And I kind of kind of is bringing me back to those moments in my past where it's just like, why are you doing these things? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? This, it doesn't make sense. 
And I just, I just don't like what I'm getting right now. I'm getting terrible, terrible tooth decay, cavity filling junk food, and I'm not enjoying it. It's, it's just not good. And for people who say that they're like uber, super, uber fans, I mean, like this isn't doing anything for you. I mean, there is, I, I cannot stomach that there is like a big comic book guy out there just is like, oh, they brought in Power Broker. Yeah. I know. That person does not exist. I doubt. Th- uh, no, man, because U.S. Agent is a pretty cool. It's pretty cool to see him in his in his uniform, man. I, it's, I will pretty, give- it's fine, but come on. It's just I don't know what they're doing. It's like, hey, okay, so we got the A list done, so let's go to the B and C list. Uh, it's it's just not good. It doesn't have the same flair. It doesn't have the same uh, weight. It doesn't have the same respect or love that I'm used to with the MCU. It's it's I mean like this MCU has fallen ever since Endgame. I went back and looked and I gave Endgame a no bag. It's not good. Infinity War is amazing. Endgame is completely crap. Got the just, old I'm man just, syndrome right there. Jordan. Oh, come on. There has to be people out there that's listening to this that agree with me. It's not good. This is Iron Man 3 territory, folks. This is Thor the Dark War world. This is not good. Everyone, Jordan also hates uh, kittens and back rubs. He's just an evil person. I I don't know what <laughs> I, I I do think Jordan I really do that I at least I hope rather that there's going to be a payout. You know we've there invested a lot into this and I and I think that later on when the movies are back open and we get to phase the end of phase five or whatever the fuck four. Uh, uh, no, I think it's gonna be end of phase five or maybe middle of five uh, is where we're gonna see the payout. I, oh, okay. because it's going to you know what I mean? Like it's building towards. Something we still have the Eternals this year. We still have all these other movies. We still have Doctor Strange, which I think is going to explain a lot of what's happening as well too. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep on hyping that one up until until we get to it. But there's more. We have the new Spider-Man coming out as well too. So um, and they introduced the new uh, J. Jameson or the 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 still casted J. Jameson too. So who knows? Maybe we'll get different Spider-Man here. Uh, see, that's just, but that's I, again, I think uh, uh, you know, just hold, stay true, and we'll maybe maybe ignore Black Widow, but stay true, and we'll get something out of it. Maybe we're going to review it. Probably we'll see what happens. But everybody, thank you so much for listening to this most recent episode of Movie Guys Podcast. You can check us out like always on MovieGuysPodcast.podbean.com or wherever you get your podcast from, and also check us out on social media. We'll be back next week for another awesome episode. Have a good night.